thinking of you in my sleepless solitude tonight if it's wrong to love you Mm, then my heart just won't let me be right Cause I'm drowning in you And I won't pull through without you by my side I give my all to have Just one more night with you I'd risk my life to feel yes hector your body next to mine because i can't go on living in the memory of our song hector i give my all for your love tonight Welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast. I am your host, Solomon Ray, bitch. I'm really, this is a bonus episode, but I just really miss my man. I really miss my man. Um, oh my God. Last night I was on live and I was just, I really had like, you know, like when you have something holding in you for so long and it's like, you just have to burst and just let it out. I really had to just declare my love for Hector. Uh, more on that later, but welcome to the show. That was a beautiful rendition of Mariah Carey, my all. It's This is like two Mariah Carey songs in a row. Um, rightfully so. But I'm going to do this little um, bonus episode and talk about my experience in Champagne, France, in um, just talking about having dinner alone, vaccinated Americans, um, censorship in America, Ubers, global warming, um, and just luxury. And my man, Hector. Um, So... Oh my God, bitch. I really need to get it together. So yeah, let's um, get into the show. So what you just heard was not an advertisement. Sometimes I put the little ads in during this part of the show, but that was my new single. Um, So y'all please go listen to it um, and stream it buy it whatever the girls are doing with the the music stuff nowadays i'm a little behind um so yeah just search solomon ray basically what it just means is they see me shining bitch and um it's in english and spanish so basically you know what the song was really about it's kind of like and it's not like a mean thing it's just kind of how can I put it? Like, like, it's not about really I've been made as it's mostly been about like I've been here. You know what I'm saying? And it's really, I really love seeing the girls and the queer girls and the queer artists and the queer urban rappers and um, reggaetoneros and all those queer artists that are thriving in genres of music that we traditionally have never been allowed in um it's nice to see that um but it's also kind of like i've been doing music for since 2007 and you know i'm still getting my little moments it's not like the doll is just being dusted and crested but it's also kind of like uh uh the doll's been here the doll has been she has been here she has her catalog you know like she's really been in these streets you know so that's essentially what the song is about it's kind of like it's just uh, it's just a braggadocious song. It's about flexing, bitch. It's about, like, uh, get off me. Like, don't even, like, don't even. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just be really feeling yourself. It's really one of those songs. And it's a pussy popping song. Um, It's really one of those songs that you could really drop it low three times in the shower. 
You know what I'm saying? Just three times. That's it. Just boom, boom, boom. And then you got to get right back up. And that's it. You can't do too much because it might hurt the kneecaps and the legs and the ankles. And you don't want to slip and slide in the shower. Um, trust me on that, bitch. So, yeah, if you can, um, please go and stream the song. It's the first song of a series of songs that's going to be released until the album comes out in summertime. So it's kind of, I don't want to say like a buzz single, but it's, it's just kind of like to, it's really, it's also, it's also really to kind of let the girls know, like, bitch, she been have flow, bitch. She's been had fire. Like she's been had bars, bitch. Like she's been had that girl. There's a part, um, there's uh, th just listen to the song um and stuff and you know boom 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 but how do you give the girls at the label reps was like oh what you know what we need to do like the marketing plan for this i said what you need to make it go viral on tiktok and i'm like oh oh okay um i had no idea that's what i needed to do thank you so much for that insight oh my god i had See, there was two buttons that I was there that I could push. There's a button that says make it go viral on TikTok. And then there's a button that says do not make it go viral on TikTok. And for some reason, I've been hitting the wrong button. I've been hitting do not make it go viral on TikTok. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for your insight. That's probably why you're getting paid a shitload of money to do what you're doing at the like. It's just one of those moments as an independent artist where I'm just like, please shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's already hard enough to be an independent artist. And it's already like, I love music. I love art and creating things. But getting back into it is like, now, nah, listen, I don't want to deal with no bullshit and Telling some telling an artist make it go viral on TikTok is just the most tone deaf, dumb shit you could ever. I'm not really gonna go down this. This is not even what this podcast is about. This episode's about. It's about me basking, honey. Girl, how do you give? I said I have a couple options that I could be doing right now. I can go throughout Europe and bask, honey, and bask. I could really fucking bask, or. I can dump some money into marketing this song. And I said, hmm, I'd rather go bask. Yeah, I'd rather go bask, honey. Speaking of basking, I'm about to open up this um, champagne. This champagne. Um, hold on. So, yeah, I'm like, I'd rather just go fucking bask. So, hence, I'm basking and not promoting my single. <laughs> Like, I'm really, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know this is not to be shady to, like, my fellow, um, what do they call fellow, fellow independent musician, artist friends and stuff like that. But, like, all they talk about all day long is, it's so unfair. And I'm just, you know, we need just, you know, I want to quit and I want to do this. And it's just like, girl, like... <sighs> You got to find a, a moment in your life where you just be like, bitch, I'm over it. Not over it, like, because you still love the art, but it's like, I'm not going to stress myself, bitch, trying to promote something. And y'all niggas always dropping the ball and just telling the bitch, oh, make it go viral on TikTok. See, that's the fuck shit that I just don't have the time for, bitch. I'm going to just enjoy my life and bask. If y'all want to listen to the music, y'all go ahead and listen to the music. It's lit. I put my all in every song I drop. It's not going to be less than lit. So if y'all like it, I love it. Boom. Moving right along, bitch. I'm going to continue to bask and enjoy my life. You know? I could be spending all that money basking. Why would I spend and have a $10,000 marketing budget if y'all niggas ain't going to answer the emails or do nothing but tell me, oh, Make it go viral on TikTok, bitch. I'll take that $10,000 and go bask. You know what I'm saying? So, hence, hence, I'm right here in Paris, bitch. They didn't cancel my Versailles tour. So, that's the reason why I'm really recording this episode. Because I was supposed to have been visiting Versailles right now. Um, But here I am in Paris. About to leave. Go run up. Run up the motherfucking shopping, bitch. I'm about to go to... um, um. Um, 
like these consignment stores to like look for like cute little one-off designer pieces. I really want to go see the Jean-Paul Gaultier boutique, but clearly there is none because I don't want to, I actually don't want to go down that road because I'm going to be really mean and really insulting to the girls and I don't want to do that. But I'm about to go run it up. So <clears throat> cheers to me and cheers to my new single. Um, I don't even, I just lost my train of thought. What am I talking about? Yeah, let's just talk about the champagne girl. All right, so let's go. So yesterday I went and visited, I went throughout the the Champagne region in France and I've always wanted to go. You know what I'm saying? Like there's something about luxury that I just like learning about luxury that I really enjoy. And luxury is not just like expensive things. It's just kind of, luxury to me entails like things that take time to make. You know what I'm saying? If it's watch, I know this is gross to some people, but like I'm really fascinated with how they make furs or how they make textiles or how silk is made or, you know, which ultimately all those are luxury items. But like I'm really fascinated with like how um, I like watching videos on there's this man on YouTube who be making shit out of wood and it be taking like days and he be curing it. Also jewelry to me, like me making jewelry, it's really cool to see like the process and how long it takes. Like my jewelry takes a minimum of 20 days to make. Like a, a minimum of 20, it, it, it can't get faster than 20 days per piece. And that's that's not even if it's that complicated. Just the plating the gold on my jewelry alone, 20 days, period. So I just love to watch and just learn and immerse myself in, and learn about luxury. And one luxury is um, champagne. And I've, I've always known a good amount of champagne. So I learned a couple new things yesterday, but needless to say, it's, um, champagne is as most people know, like wines and other things throughout, you know, the world. Um, some things are protected such as champagne. So it can only be called champagne if it's made in the champagne region of France. Um, and there's only 319 vineyard, not vineyards, but champagne houses that are legally allowed to live in this region and create champagne. And there's like, so it's such a detail oriented, very regulated, very monitored, very like, it's so like, like, it's kind of, I don't want to say ridiculous because it's like, girl, this is some damn juice. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, it's, I love people who are fucking serious about their craft and really serious about and passionate about what they do. I love that. Like, that is just something that I just identify with. And so, needless to say, we, um, I took a tour. It was me and two other, one, two, three, two other, like, couples or whatever, like, two people, which essentially was four. Um, and then we drove to the Champagne region in France, and then we visited a local, like, a small, not local, but, like, a smaller Champagne house. So they, we went through the cellars, we talked to the, the winemaker, we tasted the wines and stuff, and then... Afterwards, we had a nice lunch at this really great restaurant. And then eventually, we ended up going to Moet Chandon and trying and, and doing a visit there and going through their cellars and doing wine, uh, champagne tasting there. But I think it's cool because so the cool thing about it is champagne can only be made out of three different grapes. It's like the cool, like it's. There is a Chardonnay grape, which is all white, which is a white grape with white skin. And then there's a Pinot Noir, which is a white grape with a, he said black skin, but bitch, uh, it, the skin is blue. You know what I'm saying? I was like, <laughs> he said black skin, black skin. I was like, black skin. You know, that's just me. You know what I'm saying? Like anytime, like, listen, hold on, wait, pause. <laughs> <laughs> so there be times before I was like really understood. Like I grew up under like learning Spanish, but through like a school. So you know what I'm saying? Not like Mexicans and not like 
you know, like street slang and, you know, whatever. So I remember one time we was like 17 years old or whatever. Me and Serena went to the club and he was like, where's your friend? La Negrita. I said, the what? La Negrita. I said, uh-uh, what you call my friend? <laughs> so it'd be like, I don't know how to put it. Like, I think... Black people, we just be so, like, I don't know how to put it. We just be like, what? Black? I don't know. Maybe it's like a United States thing. I don't know. But we was like, the grapes with the black skin. I said, the black, the uh-uh, that's blue. So, anyway, so there's Chardonnay grapes, there's the Pinot Noir grapes, and the um, Moussier, Merci, Men, Menissier, them, the, some other grape, bitch. And so those are the only three areas, and they're only located in um, that area. So needless to say, they get the grapes. And so the weird thing is, so there's these small houses, um, champagne houses, and then there's, you know, Moet Chandon, which is like the big, you know, that motherfucker. It's the big bitch. But they all need each other to work. You know what I'm saying? Which is, like, cool because let's say we go to a smaller champagne house and he has he has access the the I don't want to say the the champagne government but it's kind of like what it's called it's like the champagne committee or you know whatever they say you are allowed the the chardonnay grapes okay and then moet chandon is allowed the pinot noir grapes and then but they're also allowed some um, chardonnay grapes too but in order for them to make their champagne, they need more Chardonnay grapes and they might need the other, the third grape or you know what I'm saying? So they have to buy them from different champagne houses because the the champagne, the smaller champagne house I went to yesterday, they were allotted, I think he said 29 vin- like vineyards, um, which sounds like a lot, you know what I'm saying? But I think they said Moet Chandon has... 300 or something that's allotted to them and that's not enough for them like they need a lot more to create so it needless to say it's kind of nice to know like they're all working together there is no like competition they don't feel inferior or nothing you know what i'm saying so um they get the grapes and then they press them and it's like it's like a four hour you know when they get the grapes they just put them in this little thing and they press them and they do it really, really slowly because you don't want to break the skin. You just want the juice. And how do you give, he was like, yeah, we just, we get the grapes and they're like, yeah, we don't wash the grapes. We just put them in there. I said, oh no, bitch, you don't wash the grapes. You don't wash the grapes. Oh my God. You know, I don't be different. It's a black thing. We don't be eating no fruit that ain't washed, bitch. We don't be eating no fruit that ain't washed. I mean, granted, we live in a society with, like, pesticides and some other shit. Bitch, we don't be eating no fruit, no vegetable, no no meat. We, everything got to be washed. Everything got to be washed. And you know what? Maybe it's not a black thing because I done been to some black folks' homes. And, bitch, they... I be like, did you wash these grapes? Oh, no, 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 no. We, uh-uh. Wash the grapes and wash some strawberries because all the little dirt and shit be coming off of it. Did you wash your greens? Some of the girls don't be washing their greens either. That is so nasty. So anyway, so he was like, we don't wash the grapes. We just put them in. I said, oh, my Lord. So they press the grapes. Um, then they get the juice and then they put it in like a bottle. And so the bottle has to be a thick, 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 thick bottle. Because back in the day, they used to do thin bottles and once they put the yeast in and stuff it would explode or whatever so Don Perignon which was a monk he helped to um with the new bottle design and the thickness and somebody else did too that was associated with Moet Chandon I think it was like the third generation anyways so they take the juice and they put it into the 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 bottle and then they add, um, they add yeast to it, and so then they put it into the cellar and let it stay there for whatever. And so the champagne region, you cannot make champagne unless it's been in the bottle for fifteen months. But every 
Champagne House does a minimum of three years. Like, they double it. So, it's in there for three years. And every, you know, what, what they do is they have to rotate them. Like, every five hours, they rotate it back and forth. But now they have machines that do it. And so when you do it by hand, it could take up to four months for it to rotate the yeast. Because what you want is you want the yeast to get to the very bottom of the neck of the bottle. So they turn it somewhat upside down and the yeast travels to the very bottom of the bottle. But they have machines now that kind of do it and they do it instead of taking four months, it takes five days. Um which is kind of cool. And then once the yeast is at the very bottom, um, now there's machines that freeze the bottom of the thing and eject and take out the yeast and whatnot. But for things like Magnum bottles or smaller bottles or things that don't fit in the machines, they have to have this guy who's like a specialist where they, he literally has to, I can't, I don't know how to show it or explain it verbally, but he has to eject it and basically pop off the the metal cork, not the metal cork, the metal lid of it. And he has to do it in a certain way to where the yeast is kind of in a very particular area of the bo- the neck of the bottle. And he has to do it really quick so it ejects. So where you have to do it to where the yeast comes out. But it don't go back in the bottle. But you need the yeast to come out. But you can't lose too much of the juice, you know. But now they got machines that be doing it. But if, but, okay, so let me slow down. But that's for the regular bottles. Those are for like the, you know, the three-year bottles. But for the vintage bottles, it's illegal to use the machines. So they have to hire that expensive man to come in and and extract the yeast one by one by hand. So when you have like a vintage bottle of like, you know, Dom Perignon or whatever, that's done like by hand. And not only that, it's also has been in the cellar for six to seven years. So anyway, so boom. So then once that's done, once the yeast is done, the bitch, it's just a bottle full of juice, right? And then they have to add the liquor. And then they also, which the liquor or whatever, I think gives it its bubbles or some shit. But then they also have to add the sugar. So the more sugar you create you put in, the sweeter, well duh, the sweeter the champagne. But it like for instance, if you have like extra dry, like super, super dry, that's zero sugar. And then there's like brute. So then there's a little bit of sugar, like one or two grams of sugar. And then there's like a demi-sec, which is like six to eight grams of sugar or some shit like that. And then it gets like sweeter and sweeter and sweeter. But I don't I don't think nobody really drinks the super sweet ones. But like when you when you see a champagne thing and it says extra dry, it just means there's no it's virtually no sugar in there. So then once that's done, then they put the cork in it. And then it goes back into the cellar to rest. And that's when it rests for like, you know, three years or, you know, six to seven years or whatever, if it's a vintage or whatever. Then afterwards, they um, wash off the bottles, put the label on or whatever. So that may not sound complicated, but it's like such a process because not only that, not only that, which I don't even know why I didn't even think about this, but they have to every year they have to create the same champagne so you know like when you're you you get like a coca-cola and you had a coca-cola this year and you have a coca-cola next year they all gonna taste like damn near coca-cola well bitch it's easier for coca-cola to do that shit because it ain't nothing but some damn corn syrup you know what i'm it's just some fucking ingredients it's like little chemicals and this is the the recipe but that's not the case when it comes to like grapes and wines and you know champagnes you can't do that so they have to so the, let's say if you have a bottle of Viva Clica um if you have a bottle of Vuve Clico or you know Moet Chandon like that bottle what what it tastes like is what it tastes like on the very 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 first bottle years and years and years ago you know what i'm saying when it first started and i don't know when the fuck these motherfuckers turned like what 200 300 years ago or whatever that's 
was that's the same taste. It hasn't changed. And that's what they have to do. So, for instance, that's where the complication of the grapes comes from. So let's say you doing your, you know, you about the you about to do your yearly thing, right? You pick your grapes or whatever and you taste it and it's too acidic or it's too um it's too sweet or whatever, whatever. And it you gotta find a way to get it perfectly what it was every other year prior. So let's say you bitch, I need some some grapes from some different type of grapes from the mother motherfuckers. So that's when they gotta go to the other motherfuckers and buy their grapes. And let's say those motherfuckers is like, well shit, our shit don't even taste what it's been tasting. So let me buy the grapes from this motherfucker. So they all have to like work together and work in harmony because if they don't, then they can't make their champagne and they can't even legally sell it because they have to literally have it taste the same every single year. So, but then there are some years where it's harder and they just have, you know, it's just a bad year for grapes. Like he said, this year was a really bad year for grapes. Like it was shitty. Like it rained way too much. And it's supposed to rain about 300 year, I mean, 300 days out of the year. He said, bitch, it rained, but it was like raining hard and it was fucking shit up and like, the charcoal and the chalk in the soil, it just was fucking up the grapes. And he was basically saying like, girl, um, and I've heard, I've heard this for a while now that global warming is fucking up the grapes. It's, I tweeted this, I think sometime this year or last year, I said, and the girls got mad clearly, but I say it again, bitch. And I stand by what I say. Bitch, the only thing that's going to make me care about fucking global warming is y'all fucking up the grapes. For real. I don't really care about the turtles. You know what I'm saying? I just don't. I mean, great. You know, I would love to keep the turtles here. It's a take it or leave it. You know, I would love to take them. But if I have to leave them, it's okay. It, they don't They don't have a direct, like, connection to me and my life and my well-being. You know what I'm saying? Love the turtles. Wish them well. But if they died off, it's just cute. Um, but champagne, nah, bitch, that's where I draw the line. So global warming is fucking up the damn grapes. So it's harder and harder each year for these, um, champagne houses to replicate it. So they have to keep reserves of old juice. So like, so let's say one year they had like a really lit year for grapes. So they just be, they're like, well, bitch, let's keep all the juice, the reserve juice. Let's not throw it away. Let's keep the reserve juice. So they might keep it, but I think they're only allowed to keep it for a certain amount of years. Um, Otherwise, they can't use it. Um, But they've been needing to use the reserve juice because each year it's getting harder and harder for them to recreate their champagne because of global warming. Bitch, I, I listen. I might have to really rethink my my stance on straws. I, if 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 me not using a straw is gonna help the champagne, I, I can do that. I could really fucking do that. Cause this is this is ooh, this is divine. Mm. And bitch, you know what's another thing that really annoyed me, bitch. <clears throat> Well, duh. You know, I'm just like a dumb idiot. But, like, champagne is so much cheaper in France, bitch. And it's, you know, like, I bought all these bottles from the champagne houses, and there was, like, 19 euro. You know what I'm saying? Like, the most expensive one I bought was 23 euro. And then one of my favorite champagne houses, Billicard, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that shit right, but they do a beautiful rosé. They call it the salmon rosé. Bitch, that shit is divine, 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 divine. That shit is a hundred and something dollars in the States. Sometimes you can find it on sale at BevMo for $90 or maybe $95. And if you got a little $10 coupon, it drops it down to $85, bitch. But it's still expensive as a motherfucker. And it ain't something I be drinking all the time. Girl, the girl we was with yesterday, she said, I drink, cham- she said, I drink champagne like every other day. I said, "Oh, damn, that's a lot." And she, uh, she, I, she was like, uh, "She was like, which?" I was like, "Which one do you like?" She like, "I like Billy Carr." I said, "Bitch, me too." I said, "Bitch, that's a lot of money you spending every day on some damn champagne, bitch." I, uh, I can give you. You might need to drink some Viva Clica, okay? 
I don't know what your finances is looking like, but I ain't got no finances for no no bill of cart, you know, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, bitch. Bill of cart is just what I be eat drinking on a special occasion or when I'm feeling very frisky, bitch, or if it's a fucking holiday, or I just, you know, I'll, you know, I want a little, a good glass of uh, rosé, then I'll do it. But bitch, I'm not drinking three bottles of um Cart. I mean, I could, I'm sure, but that's a little excessive. My accountant would be like, relax, bitch. You, what are you doing? Um, but needless to say, those bottles be like only 40. I think it was like the bill of cart was like 39. And then the rosé one, the bill of cart rosé salmon was only like 43 euro, which is still expensive, which it's pretty expensive for champagne. But it's way more expensive in the States. I'm trying to figure out how to smuggle some of these motherfucking things. And I said, can I get a cart? But then it was like so expensive to, you know, ship it. I said, well, girl, I don't feel like dealing with all that. But, yeah, so we I went through that. Um, that was really a great experience. What else? Um, yeah, I just had so much champagne. The funny thing was this um, that I did learn was that you're supposed to drink your champagne when you get it. That's, this is the craziest Like I never even realized this. But everyone there was like, you have to get this. Sh-. Like, she was like, once, like, you know, like some people buy like a bottle, you know, whatever. And they think they're because they're holding it off or whatever. Like, they're like, oh, I'm going to keep it in my cellar and it's going to be a vintage. No, sh- they were like, you can do that for like a year, maybe two years. But you have to understand, we already did the vintage for you. When we put it in the bottle, it was already vintage. Like, we already made it that. So, let's say, for instance, if you buy a vintage Dom Perignon, which is, let's say, the year's 2009. It's not like they made it in 2009 and it's been sitting in the cellar since 2009. They made the juice you know, in 2009, and then they created it and put, you know, put... I mean, they probably waited, like, they fermented it for, like, six or seven years, and they put it in the bottle, and now the bottle's ready. Does that make sense? So it's not like, oh, they made it, and it's just been sitting on the shelf with the cork in for, you know, since 2009. No, so they were like, bitch, when you get something, drink it, because there's no point in just holding on to shit for years, because then the flavor is going to, like, go away. Bitch, I had no idea. I was dumbfounded. I said, work, bitch. But it made sense once I realized how champagne's um, made and the whole, like, waiting periods and then the the laws of what vintage can be and what it cannot be. And then understanding that, like, um, when it comes to reserve, you have to pull out from the reserve and then you have to mix. It's Once I figured all that shit out, I was like, okay, work. So just to let you girls know, if you have, like, a really expensive bottle of champagne bitch drink it now that don't apply to wines but champagne it does apply so like you can hold on to your wines and keep those in your cellar or wherever the fuck you keeping your wines at but for champagne you gotta drink it you know what I'm? they're like bitch you gotta drink this motherfucker but yeah it kind of it's wild because i was like damn bitch this is why this shit is so expensive because it's it's a process um so yeah, that was cool. And um yeah, moving right along. So a couple things that on my my moments here in Europe, I've noticed a couple things is well, first off, well no. I'll say this. I'll just get this over real quick. I just think it's wild that, like, we have censorship in the United States. Like, we pride ourselves on being so advanced. And, you know, we are really those freedom-thinking, forward-thinking girls. But then we have dumb, weird shit like the FCC. And we have censorship on radio and TV. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it's very antiquated. And it's very restricting. Like, you'll be in the radio stations, like, even in Latin America and, you know, here not here, but like, you know, Europe. And um, they will just, you know, you'll just be hearing like, fuck this motherfucker, you know, bitch this, you know, shit that. And it's like, damn, like, you know, so it's alarming because I'm not used to, I, I, I be looking, I'm like, is this the radio? 
this is the radio. You know, but I'm so used to not being able to hear stuff like that. But, you know, it's not like that. There is no censorship um, for stuff like that over here. So I just think that's kind of cool. And um, I remember me and my sister, we were leaving fucking Vodafone. Shit. Leaving fucking Vodafone. And I I said something or she said something. And this lady just looked. Because she had a kid. And I was like, if you don't shut the fuck up, bitch. Like, your kid is going to hear worse. You know what I'm saying? Like, girl, me saying bitch and girl, get on it. Get on. Get on. You know? All right. So there's that. Second thing, vaccinations. America is so behind and so delayed and so stupid. Like, when I tell you everybody is vaccinated, everybody is vaccinated. Like, they have, I think Spain, like, I think it was like 90-something percent of the population is, like, 95% of the population or something like that is vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? Like, America, we're, like, at 50% or some weird shit like that. The fact that everywhere is, va- like, in order to do anything in here, you got to show your vaccination card. You got to, you can't even take a piss without showing your vaccine. I'm vaccinated. Bitch, I was in, where was I? Where the fuck was I? Oh, I was in the airport. So everywhere I went to the airport, there were like vaccination card, vaccination card, vaccination card. I said, bitch, I done showed it to get in the damn airport. How the fuck? Why y'all keep, well, we in the shops now. We ain't even, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying, I'm not going through TSA and check-in and all this other, like, if I got to this point, bitch, it means I'm vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? Like, relax. (laughs) You know, like, shit. You know, I'm already in the motherfucker. How the fuck I get here? You know what I'm saying? How the fuck I get here? So, you know, it's just the girls in the... I don't know what's going on with the girls in the United States. Like, a part of the United States really do be embarrassing me. But you know what? A part of the United States don't. You know, like... I... I really do... Like, and I hate... it's, It's a weird thing of saying this because... It's so much more than this, and it's a little more heavily weighted, but I will just say, like, I really do, for the most part, enjoy being an American. I know that sounds very MAGA and very, like, but it's not, though. I just really enjoy being from the United States. You know, like, we are trash, and the girls be looking at us crazy over here, like, bitch, you bitches are always killing people, and y'all be shooting shit up, and yes, we do, and yes, we do, but, you know, I just, I love, you know, I, I don't love the United States, but I like, I like that I'm from the United States, and I don't think I would want to live anywhere else, you know what I'm saying? I've said that multiple times, but I don't, I wouldn't want to live anywhere else, you know? And, I mean, honestly, the United States is really a flex. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the euro is is stronger than the United States dollar. But it's like the euro is stronger because there's so many European countries in the union. You know what I'm saying? That make it strong. America's dollar might be low, like, not as strong as the euro. But we're just the United States. It's just us. We, You know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't got no other country that we hold in, you know, currency with. Like, we ain't got, it's just us. You know what I'm saying? And we really are, like, the financial capital. It's like, we really be, we really be in, on our Quinesha over here. We really some workaholics, of course, and health-wise, we're kind of shitty, but we're really about our Quinesha. And it's really, it's, I don't want to say it's the flex, but it's like, you can't, like, there's certain things that's like, you can't shade the United States too much. You really cannot. You really cannot because we be really up in this bitch. Like, we really, we really be contributing to a, like, we be changing the world. Like, I know I, I sound like I'm drinking the Kool-Aid juice, but, like, we really do. Like, we be up in this bitch. Like, everywhere, I would say 40% of every business that I've turned or looked at while I've been in Europe has been an American business. For real. And that's from all over the place. <laughs> Even the people who are reconstructing, no, I take that back. That's an att- no, it is an American business. The people who are reconstructing the Coliseum, because they're building um, a, a subway underneath the Coliseum, which I'm just like, girl, 
that thing could barely stand on its own as is. I don't know about un uh, underground construction, but they're like, no, we had to hire like the best of the best people. And they were the Americans. And so it's an American company that is in Italy right now working on the Coliseum. So, I mean, we be in there, bitch. We be really in there. Um, you know, I mean, we don't, we don't, we ain't really, you know, we're not the, the designers. We don't give you art, bitch. We don't give you current. We don't give you like food. We don't give you like culture and cuntness, you know, but we do give you, we are, when it comes to music, that's another thing. Being a musician in the United States, someone told me this years ago, and it's so true, but, like, there's so much value in that, just even if you're an independent artist. Being a United States musician, we dominate music, we dominate um, film and TV. You know, we don't dominate fashion, no. We don't dominate, like, design or, you know, things of that nature, but we really up in there. We, we be up in there, bitch. So... Um, what else did I want to talk about? The Ubers here. Bitch, the fucking Ubers here get on my fucking nerves. Because they're going to do what they want to do. They're going to do what they want to do. They're going to be there when they're going to be there. This fucking Uber talking about some... I'll be there in 25 minutes. Um, <laughs> Wait a minute. What do you mean 25 minutes? It says you're two blocks away. Talking about some... I'm going to go to my friend's house. Uh... <laughs> What are you talking about? I'm confused. They be really on that shit. They be like, I'll be there in 25 minutes. Um, no, you're not. And then you can't cancel the damn motherfucker because then you're going to get charged. But yeah, they be doing what they want to do. I had an Uber yesterday. Um, aside from the one who was like, I'll be there in 25 minutes. The other man was, I was like, where the fuck are you? What are you doing? He was just parked on his phone, taking a phone call. I was like, girl, can can we go? I got places to go. I'm about to miss my fucking tour. Come on, bitch. I got to go to Champagne. Um, but yeah, that's kind of really it. What else did I want to talk about? Oh, yeah. Am I embarrassed? Everyone keeps asking me this. Am I embarrassed of doing things alone and going to dinner alone? And the answer is no. I've never, I've never been embarrassed of shit like that. I've been doing shit alone. First off, I grew up essentially as the only child. It wasn't until my mom remarried when I was 11 where I got a stepsister and a half-brother and... You know what I'm saying? But I've been, I like being alone. And since I've been a kid, I've always enjoyed going to the movies by myself, going to dinner by myself. I just, I don't know where the embarrassment comes from. It's not like I don't believe y'all. Clearly it's a thing because y'all be saying y'all get embarrassed. I believe you. I literally just don't know where it comes from. I don't know what that feels like. I don't know why you would be embarrassed. Like, why would you be embarrassed to eat food? I just... You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you be embarrassed to be like, I want to eat? Hi, can I eat food here? <laughs> I just don't get it. I I genuinely do not get it. And honestly, I kind of enjoy it more times, more often than not. And the older I get is I like being alone because I don't want to be on someone else's time, girl. I don't want to be like, I don't want to have to like entertain you. You know, and I don't want to say I have dinner with people I don't want to have dinner with. That's not it. But like there is a a, a factor of entertainment that you, you know, like you have to be per turned on or you have to be like a present, you know, like if you're in front of someone and they're talking to you, you have to be present for that conversation. You know what I'm saying? Which is which, duh, that's what, you know, communication is about being present. But sometimes I don't want to always be present. I don't want to hear not saying I don't care about my friends and stuff, but like they're like, sometimes I just don't want, I just want to just eat and not talk. <laughs> you know, like I just don't want to be present for a conversation, you know? And I'm really great with conversation. I'm really present. And I think I'm a great person when it comes to communication with my friends and family. But you know, the joy of eating alone is you don't have to have a conversation. You do not have to, like, be present and be there and, you know, make someone feel good or just, you know, because it's also about, let's say, you know, if you don't want to be talking to nobody, you can't just sit at a table and just be on your phone or just ignore them. That's gross. You have to, like, be up, you know, and sometimes I don't feel like doing that. 
And I like doing things alone because I can leave when I want. I could get up and get the fuck on out. I was at the Moulin Rouge the other night, and bitch, I was getting tired. I mean, when I tell you I was getting tired, it was like, because the, the fucking show was at 11, but it didn't really get started till midnight. And then it's like 1.30. I said, bitch, I got to go. <laughs> I got to go. I got to go. My my champagne thing leave at 7.30 in the morning. I got to go. This has been great. Beautiful show. Beautiful gowns, bitch. Beautiful gowns. But I got to go. Okay. But I was able to go because I've seen the Moulin Rouge multiple times before. You know, I just wanted to see the Christmas spectacular. But I've seen this before. So, but if you're, if I was with a friend and we have the VIP table and we pay for the bottles of champagne and all the macaroons that you could eat and all that shit, they may not want to go. If that was their first time seeing it, they might be one. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't go. If I, if it was there, I would not have gotten up and left or wanted to leave. I would have just been tired and said like, okay, well, we're ready. When this is done, I'll go home. But because I was alone and I was tired, what did I do? Got my ass up, got back into the, the hotel and went to fuck to sleep, bitch. Mm-hmm. And then the other joy was when I got had to be at the, the meeting point for the car um, to go to the Champagne region, that was leaving at 730. So I could wake up a little later and go take a shower because I don't have to sh- share my shower with nobody or be waiting for nobody to like get dressed or well, we got to leave here or like I can literally leave at the very 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 last minute and get in a couple more minutes of sleep like you know what I'm saying like I really do enjoy doing things alone and if I it's not my first time traveling alone I've traveled alone multiple times uh, but this is probably the most extensive and the longest in multiple cities I've done alone and this let me know I really enjoy traveling alone I do and it's not to be shady to anyone I've traveled with because I've had a blast with everyone the only great thing the downfall I miss is nobody can take my pictures and my outfits (laughs) and I ain't giving my phone to nobody that I don't know bitch so you can run off and I can deck you in your throat um but yeah like I just it's for me, it ain't for everybody. I get it. But for me, I really, I enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Like, right now, they canceled my Versailles tour. What am I doing? Doing this? And then afterwards, I'm going to get dressed, go run up the shopping. And then I'm going to go see the Salvador Dali immersive experience. I have a reservation for food for this food shit at 9 o'clock. And I'm going to come home. Come home. Come back to the hotel. Lay my burdens down by the riverside. Or I might go and pop my pussy in the club. I don't know. I have no idea. There are no plans. And I don't got to ask nobody. And we ain't got to meet in the middle. And here's another thing. The more I be flexing on myself and the more I be taking care of myself, the more I don't know if I want to be in a relationship because I'm not really sure I want to meet nobody in the middle. I don't know if I need to, I don't know if I need to meet you in the middle. That's first and foremost. Actually, I know I don't need to meet you in the middle. But everyone be talking about, oh, relationships are 50-50. You got to meet them in the middle. It's 50-50-50. I don't want to do no 50-50. Bitch, I don't even want to do 95-5. Okay? I want to do 100% zero. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I just... It's just what it is, bitch. Not me sipping my champagne like that. Okay. What okay, I talked about that, talked about that, talked about that. Um oh, and this is what I was gonna say. This is the final thought. I'm not final thought, final point that I was gonna talk about <clears throat> is I really do need like service. You know what I'm saying? Like I really do need service. I don't want like do it for me, please. I don't want to do no self-checkout. I don't want to do no self-check-in. I don't want to seat myself at a table. I don't want to do none of those things by myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't... When I go places and it be like, oh, there's self-checkout. Uh-uh. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I bought some, like, leggings or, like, these little warming leggings from Uniglow. And... Because it's cold, bitch. And they were like, oh, there's self-checkout. And I was like, no, I'd rather just do this. But then they were, like, really pushing the self-checkout. I said, all right, fine. Get to the self-checkout. Put the shit in. Then it says something like, oh... And then I was like, okay, everything's going smoothly. 
get I put my card in, put my pin number in or whatever the fuck they asked me. Authorization needed. Okay, well let me go track a motherfucker down. Okay. Then I tracked him down. Then he put in his pen. Then I had to track him down again for a bag. You know what I'm saying? Which is not like an inconvenience, but it's just like all this could have been avoided had I just fucking checked out with a person. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't see the bitch behind me go to the checkout with the person. And now this hoe already walking out the store. Meanwhile, I'm straggling behind stuck at this fucking shit, hitting buttons for what? When I could have just been in the fucking line, y'all could have rang me up. It's so annoying. Like, and don't be in my face talking about, ooh, just do self-checkout. Just do self-checkout. You dumb, dirty bitch. The, you don't understand the reason y'all, they pressing you to do self-checkout is so you don't have a job no more. You stupid idiot. Run, run this stuff up. Scan it and go. I'm over the girls this year not wanting to scan things. Like, damn. It's so annoying. And then... Today, I went down for breakfast in the hotel, and there's no, like, check-in area. There's no nothing. It's just all this open seating. So, I'm like, before I sit my ass down, let me go talk to this lady and tell her I'm about to go sit down because I don't want to be sitting down looking like boo-boo the fool waiting in the motherfucking corner, and this bitch ain't coming over, you know, to take my order and whatnot. So, she said, okay, you can sit right there. And then, so I was like, all right, cool. What was I doing? waiting in the corner for damn near forever waiting for this bitch to come on back and take my fucking order all this could have been avoided if there was a host and there was somebody who took you to the fucking thing gave you your motherfucking menu and then you had a waiter y'all this whole like cutting corners and stuff and don't get me wrong because like i work e-commerce so i'm trying to find ways to cut corners as well but like there's certain things that's like, just keep, we need a person. I need a person. I need a person. I don't want to be on no kiosk, put no food order. I don't want to do none of that shit. I need a person. I hate shit. I just really do not like stuff like that. And then on top of it, I was leaving Madrid, going to go see my sister. And it was like, oh, use the, the check-in thing to check in your, your, your flight. I said, no. The email told me I need to see a bitch in the counter first because blah, 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 woot, woot, woot. No, 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 no. Senor, you need the da, 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 woot, woot. I said, no, 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 no. The email say this. No, 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 You got to use the kiosk. Use the kiosk. Use the kiosk. Use the kiosk. I said, you know what? God damn it. Let me use the fucking kiosk then. Use the kiosk. What did it say? Go see the fucking attendant. See the fucking attendant. Shit. And then I get back there. They're like, did you use... Yes, I used the fucking kiosk and just told me to come see your ass, which is what I originally told you initially. But here we are 15 minutes in because it's asking me for all these codes and shit that I ain't fucking got. Then she pull up the thing. Oh, yeah. I have to do this myself. Yes, bitch. That's the reason why I'm here. I know how to fucking read. Just annoys the fuck out of me like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know how to read an email. I know how to read that. I be reading things. I like to read things. I read the terms and agreements, bitch. I just got off the phone with Delta because they was over here talking about, oh, we can't refund you to upgrade costs. And I said, bet you, by golly, bet my ass you can because I'm reading these suck fucking terms and agreements. And it says on a, on a non-refundable ticket, the ticket I originally bought was a refundable ticket. So run me my motherfucking money. He said, oh, give me a moment. He came back. Oh, the issue, the, the refund has been issued. I know. You got the wrong bitch, okay? I be, I don't like to be... I was talking to my friend, and he was like, bitch, we are real Karens. We are Karens. I said, I'm a Karen. I'm really a Karen. I'm really the girl who's like, no, this is not what I asked for. This is not what it is. I read the terms of agreements. And I hate to be like that girl because I, I always start off cute and sweet and nice. And then I'm going to give you a little leeway. I'm going to give you a little leeway. I'm going to give you a little leeway. And then I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm over it. I've been on this phone for 45 minutes. Run me my refund. Okay? Shit. I don't want, like, it's just like, I don't want to do no self-check-ins. Like, I don't mind the self-check-ins. And I don't mind avoiding it if it's quick and it's easy. But it's like... Sometimes it be you got to deal with a real person anyways. It's just so fucking annoying. It's really fucking. And then. And then I was on Delta because hold on. I was going to go back to the United States on Monday. But I was like, you know what, bitch? Let me go to Mexico, too. 
<laughs> so I went to go change my flight ticket. They're like, I call. They, and how do you give, how am I a diamond medallion member? And I get to the VIP line. They're like, oh, you could do it online. First off, why is there a VIP line for the diamond medallion members if I can't actually talk to you and you can't just do it for me? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to be like, an asshole but like the girls who are typically going to be medallion diamond medallions are probably not the type of girls who really want to do a lot of things themselves you know what i'm saying we're really the girls were like can you just do it for me you know what i'm saying like i don't mind doing it for me doing it myself i don't mind it but i went to go change it. you can change it online no you can't Oh yes, sir. You can. You just go to Delta. Uh, uh-uh, don't, 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 don't do the go to Delta.com and you know just no, 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 no. Because the website got too much shit on it in general. So it's not no go to Delta.com, bitch. You already on the damn website for fifteen minutes looking for the damn page you need to be on. No, bitch. And finally, when I got to the page I needed to be on, you can't do it. So she was like, "Go to Delta." I said, "No, no, no, no. It won't let me." Oh yes, you can. No, it won't. Oh yes, you can. No, it won't. Yeah, sir, I, I I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, it's I'm looking at the screen right now and it's telling me to call. That's the reason why I'm calling you. I'm not trying to talk to you and have a conversation, ask you how your day is. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a, I don't want to talk to you. I have to talk to you. You know what I'm saying? And it'd be like, and it'd be like, oh, you're being just a, a drama queen. And it's like, am I? Am I? Because I really started this conversation off really nice. Talking about some fucking... No, I pro- no, I promise you. She was like, hold on. She said, oh, it's because the blah, 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 woo do woo do woo I said, I don't know what it was for, but all I do know is it's because it's saying I can't do it myself on the internet. So that's the reason why I'm calling you, sis. She said, okay, I can help you with that. Well, I hope so. I really hope so because it was given like you did, you couldn't. So then she finally did it, but it was just going back and forth with all this bullshit. And she was like, all right, well, the ticket's going to be an extra thousand dollars. I said, no, it's not. And so then I had to explain to her. She was like, yeah, but this is not. I said, no, no, no. Let me tell you about the terms and agreements. I'm pulling it up right now. I know where my money go before I hit by, bitch. She said, well, let me talk to a supervisor. She, She was like, I could talk to a supervisor. I said, you need to talk to somebody or something, or someone, because I I guarantee you, this was a refundable thing, and you could refund me the extra money. So guess what she said? Oh, you're right. You are very right. This was a so-and-so, so-and-so. I said, I've been right this whole time. Shit. I've been right this whole fucking time. God, it's just like, I didn't need to be on that phone for that long, and I had to switch out my SIM card for my French SIM card for my US SIM card so I could talk to you bitches and it's like girl it's just some dumb shit and then the girl who fucking canceled the um the whatchamacallit the Versailles tour oh my god she was they were like oh mind you we're supposed to meet at I'm supposed to meet the the driver at 145 1220 Oh, you're the person's sick, blah, 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 blah. Woo, doo, woo, doo, woo. What we could do is you could um you could take the train to Versailles and we'll refund you the, the train ticket. I said, baby, let me tell you something. The reason why I booked this was because it said hotel transportation included. Like, I'm not about to get on a train. I'm not saying I'm too good for a train, but I'm not about like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't want to get into an Uber and and get to the train figure out the train, get on a train for 40 minutes. It ain't that, Versailles ain't that far from Paris. It ain't. It's like 15, 16 minutes or some shit like that. I'm not trying to do all that. You know what I'm saying? If it, that, I don't want, I don't want to see Versailles if I got to go through hoops and, and shit. If you, I, I'll look at pictures of Versailles on the internet. Ooh, they're cute. Great. I don't need to be there if I got to be doing all that shit. You know what I'm saying? So I told her, I said, they're like, we'll refund you the train ticket. I said, let me tell you something. I'm going to get me here an Uber. The Uber says it is 41 euro one way, and I'm sure 41 euro back. If you want to refund me that, we could do this. Aside from that, I'm not about to get on no train. She said, oh, we can't do all that. I said, well, I just cancel it and refund me my money and 
I'll be moving right along because, girl, I'm not, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just not that traveler. I'm not that girl to, like, I don't want to do all that. You know, like, and it was like, I'm going to have to Uber to the train station. It's like, oh, you can walk to the train. I'm not walking to the train. Like, I don't No, I'm not doing all that. Girl, get out of here. And I'm not, I mean, and not saying there's nothing wrong with it because I've, I've done that, but I'm just, I don't want to do that. Bitch, get out of here. It was raining like cats and dogs yesterday. And uh-uh, I just, no. And it's time consuming and it's just, mm-mm. And then I thought about it. Maybe I should just take the train. I mean, take the train, take, get the Uber and just go anyways. And I was like, bitch, no, I'm about to go run up this um, shopping center and let it do what it do, bitch. But, um... Yeah, Versailles was cute. Don't need to see it. <laughs> if I feel like going tomorrow, maybe I'll go tomorrow. But, bitch, I don't know because tomorrow was going to be my resting day. And then Monday I'm flying out to um, Mexico City. So, and then after Mexico City, I'm going to go to Guadalajara and do some tequila distillery tours and shit like that. There's some little things I want to do. And then I'm going to finally, hopefully, eventually make my way back to the United States. But yeah, um, that's really about it. If you guys, again, want to listen to my new single, Maybe Embriar, bitch, you could let me play it real quick. Let me just, since I don't even know if y'all going to be listening to me. Y'all be like, bitch, I want to listen to this dumb shit. Because y'all always be like, bitch, we don't care about the, some, like, some of y'all be bold. Sometimes y'all be like, bitch, we don't care about this. We don't care about that. Where's the food? Where's the cookbook? Where's the college and serum? I'm just like, damn, hurt my feelings. Why don't you? Um, Solomon Ray. Let me just tell you a little bit about this song before I get off this this phone. <laughs> before I get off this podcast. Um, I produced it. Okay, I co-produced it with my producer. But that's an, I think another thing people don't know is like I be producing shit. You know, like, I don't know why, but people are always like shocked. They're like, bitch, you really produced the, the track? I said, every song I've ever come out with in my whole entire life, I've produced. And I've written. <laughs> That's why whenever you look at the credits, Solomon Barnett be right up in all of that shit. All of it, bitch. Um, and, you know, in Spanish, in English, like, yeah, bitch, I be, you know. But, yeah, anyway, so I'm not going to play it. Just, if you want, go wherever you listen to music to. Um, I think it's on the YouTubes, too, girl. I don't know where they put my shit at, which is so stupid. I don't even want to talk about it because I don't want to make nobody mad. Um, but yeah, please go stream it if you want. Um, and yeah, maybe I'll do another. No, I think the next episode I'll be in, um, Mexico. So then I'll talk about some Mexican shit. Oh, wait, I got to talk about my man, Hector. (sighs) It's my, actually, I don't even want to talk about it because I was really in a good mood and that's going to just bring me zero. That's gonna really just bring me down. I miss him. Hector was the man who was the um I don't know what you call him. What do you call him? The bellhop from the first hotel I stayed in in Madrid. Oh my god, he was so sweet and so nice and really took care of me and really held a bitch down. <laughs> he really held a bitch down. He was there in my darkest hours, bitch. In my corner. No, like, literally, he was in my corner because he was, like, um, like the third day I was there, he was like, I, I saw you earlier this morning. You look so nice. I wanted to say hi, but you were taking pictures. I was like, you could have said hi, boo. That's my man. That's really my man. I need to really call fucking 90 Day Fiance and get it together. Not y'all find, trying to figure out who the fuck Hector was. Y'all went on a hotel page and was looking through followers and stuff like that. And they're like, we found him. We found him. But it was the wrong Hector. Um, I was like, oh, bitch. I wish you kind of did find him. That's my man. Wow. Yeah, I don't think I want to talk about him because I'm going to get so emotional. <laughs> Well, um, damn, here we go again. I should be doing these listener letters. Fuck. <laughs> um, God, okay, I'm gonna do it. Okay, I'm gonna do it on the next, this is just a little bonus episode. I'm gonna do it on the next official, um, 
um, show. I promise you. I promise you. I'm going I'm to do it. It's going to be, or maybe I'll just do a bonus episode of nothing but listener letters. But um, it's 3 o'clock right now. It's going to take me another, like, 40 minutes to edit this show. So I won't be out of here till 4 p.m. Um, and then I'll have, like, four hours worth of shopping. That's really kind of pushing it, bitch. That's really kind of pushing it because I got to be at that thing at 8. Okay, so, yeah, let me let me go. I love y'all. Have a good time. Um, If y'all find my man Hector. Oh, my God, in Madrid. He is so, like... You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> and it's so, like, burnt crispy because... Like, when... He saw me with a headache and he said, I'm going to go get you some aspirin. And he literally left his job and went and got like, I didn't ask for, I didn't do, he just like, I'll be right back. And then he popped up 10 minutes later with some damn aspirin. Like, that's the type of shit I need. That's the type of shit I need. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I be really, really fawning over these men who don't even text me back, bitch. Meanwhile, this man is over here making sure I'm taken care of, okay? He is really, like... Bitch, I'm, like, really crying. What is wrong with me? Like, no, but... He is really... Was looking out for me. Damn. One of these days... We're going to fight cross paths again. I just know it deep in my heart. Um, but anyways, hope y'all have a good weekend. Stay safe. Um, and I'll see y'all later. Bye.